welcome, honored guest, to my Halloween special. It's nothing fancy. It's like a 45, single, two sides. First, I'd like to welcome my special guest, star of stage and screen, Mr. Vincent Price. I interviewed Vincent Price in college. I worked for the Film Study Center, and he came to town, and someone arranged an hour for us to interview him. And because I was from Kansas City, his hometown, I convinced my boss that I should be the one to do it. Oh, he was all kinds charming, and his voice and tone was so warm that I made the classic error of saying, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but I've known you all my life as this terrifying figure, but you are, and I'm not kidding, about the nicest person I've ever met. How'd you get into being scary? Well, he responded, I think that everyone in the world, no matter who they are, has a scary sign. I just let mine out through acting. It's the difference between this and here he did exactly what you think he would. He didn't change the way he was sitting. He didn't lean forward. He didn't raise his voice. He just said the words, and this. I'd like to find that videotape to see how loud I actually yelped. It was over in just a second, and that nice guy was sitting in front of me again. It was the best acting class I'd ever taken, and it was free and like four seconds long. When I say he's our guest tonight, in no way do I mean there's going to be some awful AI tech involved. <laughs> Instead, Mr. Price visits us from a record album he made in 1958 titled Co-Star, one in a series of long-playing records where famous actors performed scenes as characters from classic plays. And you were supplied a script inside the album cover to act along with them. It was marketed as a party game with a variety of very random actors. But in my personal opinion, the two most amazing additions were Tallulah Bankhead, an actress with a voice so singular that it is not yet and may never be equaled. See Hitchcock's lifeboat. Even her laugh was epic. And that of our special guest, Mr. Vincent Price, with whom... I will reprise a bit of my high school role of Algernon in Oscar Wilde's The Importance of Being Earnest. Our next scene is from Oscar Wilde's witty comedy, The Importance of Being Earnest. It is set in Victorian England and involves two very stylish young men. Mr. Price plays one of the young gentlemen, Jack. You play the other, Algernon. Jack speaks first. I wanted to be engaged to Gwendolyn, that is all. I love her. Well, I simply wanted to be engaged to Cecily. I adore her. There is certainly no chance of your marrying Miss Cardew. I don't think there's much likelihood, Jack, of you and Miss Fairfax being united. Well, that is none of your business. If it was my business, I wouldn't talk about it. How you can sit there, calmly eating muffins, when we are in this horrible trouble I can't make out. You seem to me to be perfectly heartless. Well, I can't eat muffins in an agitated manner. The butter would probably get on my cuffs. One should always eat muffins calmly. I say it is perfectly heartless you're eating muffins at all under the circumstances. When I am in trouble, eating is the only thing that consoles me. Indeed, when I'm in really great trouble, as anyone who knows me intimately will tell you, I refuse everything except food and drink. At the present moment, I'm eating muffins because I am unhappy. Besides, I'm particularly fond of muffins. Well... That is no reason why you should eat them all in that greedy way. You might leave some for me. I wish you would have tea cake instead. I don't like tea cake. Good heavens, I suppose a man may eat his own muffins in his own garden. But you've just said it was perfectly heartless to eat muffins. I said it was perfectly heartless of you under the circumstances. That is a very different thing. Well, that may be, but the muffins are the same. Oh, this is nonsense. You are always talking nonsense. Oh...
Now, my costume, I stayed up till 1 a.m. sewing it together, even though I'm not wearing it. This year, we lost an American composer who defined what I thought a composer was. His style was unmistakable, and his range was vast. I'm not dressing as the composer, goodness me, no. Instead, I, inspired by a bootleg online video of his 1968 musical, got all inspired to create a song in his style. Something that could be sung in the middle of a Broadway show, in the middle of a darkened stage, about a story with characters, with a further nod to all the songwriters who create happy songs with sad lyrics, or sad songs with happy ones. Hashtag Robert Smith. So... I came up with a whole plot that I think would actually work for a new Netflix Christmas movie and then put together this song. The emotionally jaunty 1960s way too frank lyrics filled with sad optimism would be best sung by Dionne Warwick. But I'll just have to do. So, for the Halloween Brave of Heart, I present this year's Halloween costume. Ladies and gentlemen, Bert Blackerack. Blackerack. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's a thematic unity. It gets me every time. Enjoy your Halloween. See you soon. I don't expect you to reflect these feelings that's my burden yet part of me craves harmony the likes of which aren't certain a world ago this did not go the way that i had hoped for yet here we stand now hand in hand in hopes that this might be more this might be stronger than fate and then I'd give my love without regret forgive and forget let you break my heart again fair to suggest I'm not the best relationship advisor such sad affairs uneven pairs is older really wiser we crashed and burned so this new turns completely unexpected our thoughts of we pure fantasy or errant paths corrected now this seems real This feels so new This
Your heart again 